This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me! And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast. All the galaxies. All for you. Happy 2019, everybody! We are back for another awesome episode of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm so grateful you chose to spend the next little while with us because we have an awesome, awesome episode in store for you. We're kicking it off the way we always kick off a new year, by looking ahead to what movies we are most excited for. And believe me, this may be one of the hardest decisions we've ever had to make. Uh, I easily could make a top 15 out of all the movies that are coming out here in 2019, and to narrow it down to just five was damn near impossible. So it's going to be really fun to read off your lists and find out what you're excited for, and then we'll cap off the evening talking about which ones we are most excited for. And by we, I'm talking about my friend and my co-host, I can't do it without him, wouldn't want to, It's Mr. Ben Hart. Happy 2019, buddy. And a very happy new year to you, Zach, and a happy new year to everyone out there listening. And we're so glad you could join us once again. It's been it's been a little bit of a while. It's been it's been a little little break for us. We took a little little time off over the holidays. And uh, we enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed your time off. And we hope you actually got some time off because some (laughs) I know some (laughs) of you some of you had to work all the way through it. Um, and especially if you work in retail, oh Lord have mercy oh, on you. You guys are angels that live on earth. Just putting that out there. <laughs> oh, 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 do not, do not. Oh gosh, that's I, I feel for those people. But uh, yeah, so we're back. It's here, and we've got a lot to look forward to. Twenty nineteen is looking up to be one of the biggest years in movies and TV and all kinds of crazy stuff that's going to be happening, but specifically movies are it's going to be amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm, we've just been talking about Star Wars a lot, like how many Star Wars things are happening, but like movies, the movies that are coming out, I know we probably say this every year, but like 2019 is going to be fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> Dude, I've been going and, and looking at our uh, our 2019 schedule that we've got uh, kind of in the works. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, last year, we got really proud kind of in the middle of the year talking about how we've got something set up for the entire rest of 2018. Well, guess what? It is the first uh, week of 2019, and we've pretty much got our entire schedule set up for the remainder of the year, which is a first in podcast history. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I know we still have some things to finalize, but I'd say out of the 52 weeks out of the year, we've got about 40 to 44 of them already kind of set up, and that's just ridiculous. It's just amazing how much stuff there is to talk about here in 2019, and part of that is, you know, just listing off our movie slate. I, I showed uh-huh. I showed people in the Peacekeeper Corps chat... Um, you know, a sneak peek at the nerve center of what we do. And uh, part of part of the research that I do is I take a look at all the different movies that are coming out. 
Uh, we've got Glass coming out this month. We've got mm-hmm. the Lego Movie 2 and How to Train Your Dragon next month. Captain Marvel and Dumbo are the big ones in March. Shazam, Hellboy, and Endgame in April. May's going to have Detective Pikachu, A Dog's Journey, John Wick 3, Aladdin, Godzilla. We're going to have Dark Phoenix, Secret Life of Pets 2, Men in Black International, and Toy Story 4 in June. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on, dude. It's ridiculous what kind of stuff we're getting in 2019. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's it's amazing how many like and near the big studios like Disney is like not pulling any punches. Like half the stuff you mentioned there was Disney, I think. And, oh, at least. Yeah, yeah, and then in, on top of that, yeah, like you said, Hellboy and all these, you know, franchises that are coming back and then there's franchises that are ending. And, I mean, not on the movie front, but just TV side, you've got Game of Thrones, which is wrapping up. Star Wars is kind of coming to an end, seemingly, with Episode Nine. At least that's what they're telling us. We don't believe them. And, and, you know, so many other things that are happening. It's going to be a really, really momentous, uh, probably emotional year. Uh, It's definitely going to be emotional for me. Um, There's a lot of nostalgia that's going to be attached to these things. Uh, you know, okay, here's, here's one that you're going to laugh at. Um, in August, first weekend of August, do you know what we're getting? I we're, have no idea. <laughs> we're getting a live action Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen the, the It thing. looks like a parody trailer, but it's a real thing that Nickelodeon is putting out, doing, and I'm dying. See, now, now, this is the, I guess this is the year of live-action remakes, because they've got Door the Explorer coming out, and then on top of that, Disney is doing a live-action Kim Possible TV yes. movie. Have you yes. seen the trailer for that thing? It looks terrible. It looks awful, but I want to see it so bad. It looks terrible. <laughs> she's like, she's like doing this like spy stuff like on the way to the bus, and she yes. like has a graphic. It's just so like it's you know so what it, you know what it looks like. It looks like this generation's Spy Kids. It does. Spy Kids it, was better than that. Yeah, okay, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. It had a better cast. Okay, uh, maybe a better comparison would be this generation's Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> okay, more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That may be one for RIPC to review sometime. Yeah, yeah. Because the adventures of Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, man. Can you imagine if they tried to do, like, a like a sequel to that? Because, you know, now that um, now that Taylor Lautner's all grown up and he's done Twilight series, you know, what's he got left for him anymore? <laughs> Reboot Sharp Boy and Lava Girl! <laughs> oh, boy. He'll be like, you know, he'll be like Macaulay Culkin in, you know, like, 20 or 30 years. He'll, okay. he'll, he'll come back to it in, like, a Google commercial. But Macaulay Culkin's Google commercials were pretty awesome. That they that one Christmas, that one that, Google commercial. Oh my gosh, that was one of the best holiday commercials I saw all year. That and the puffin that was trying to open a bottle of Coke with the polar bears. <laughs> like those were two of the best holiday commercials of the year. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, man, there's so much to talk about. There I mean, is. Like, there is. like we're not really even going to get to talk a, a whole, whole lot about some of these ones that didn't get any votes. But um, 
It Chapter Two comes out in September. It's a sequel to the to the It movie that we saw a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. They're working on a Jumanji sequel that's coming out like within a week. Just cast of, Danny DeVito in it, I think. Of Episode Nine, which I would I would love to see Danny DeVito in just about anything. October is going to be bringing us an Adams Family movie. Oh my god! Um, the Terminator series returns in November. Um, Kingsman 3 is supposed to come out in November. Wow. And I don't think Kingsman 3 got any votes tonight. <laughs> I'm going to double check. Well, nope. I think it's it's hard because a lot of the movies on this list, on people's list that they submitted, especially ours, um, they already have trailers out, you know. Yeah, ones, Whereas true. you have the kind of the sleeper hits, and the movies we're talking about now may not be talking to them, talking about them at the end of the year, you know. You know some That's of them true. are probably not going to do very well at the box office. And some of the other ones that will do good at the box office, we haven't even heard of yet. That's true. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking at some of the uh, sleeper possibilities out there. Like, um, what is it? Uh, Dumbo could be a sleeper. Yeah. Uh, some people are talking about it. Some people are, are not excited for it, like, at all. Uh, New Mutants and Dark Phoenix are kind of dark horses in my mind. They're ones that could be good, but... Uh, they they've got a little bit of work that uh, you've got that uh, needs to Jordan go into Jordan it. Peele's Us coming up pretty soon, um, mm-hmm. and that could be a lot of you know hype around that, especially after um, a lot of the stuff he's done recently. So you know who knows who knows what we'll be talking six months. <laughs> who knows what's going to be happening? But it's going to be exciting. That's true. That's very very true. But uh, um, real quick. I think I, I want to address something. I want to bring up something because this is something completely different. We never cover gaming on this show. But Hardly this, ever. This, I mean, we, we, we talked about one Red Dead Redemptions. We talked about Red Dead Redemptions numbers, and we probably sounded like complete idiots when we did it. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would like to do more gaming news. I would just like to play more games, you know? I wish, I wish I had more time for that kind of thing. But there's this thing called life that's just kind of getting in the way of everything. I hear you. I hear you. But this is a different kind of gaming news and it's 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 hardly even gaming news to be honest. Let me explain this. So uh over the past week or two there's been news about uh none other than Jack Black apparently started his own YouTube channel, his own gaming YouTube channel. It's called Jablinksy Games, J A B L I N S K I Games. If you want to look it up on YouTube, um, and of course Jack Black, everybody knows Jack Black. Like everybody loves Jack Black, and apparently he just decided to do this on a whim or whatever, um, and it blew up. It freaking blew up. He put like one twenty second video on the thing, and it got like a million subscribers overnight. And Jeez, now please. it is sitting on 2.7 million subscribers with only three videos on the channel. And two of the videos are like, you know, your, your standard, like just him talking and, you know, kind of introductory videos. They're less than, less than a minute long. Then he actually posted his first video, which has, I should say, 1.9 million views. And it's not your traditional gaming video. It's just him going into this vintage arcade and just playing pinball machines. And people are loving it. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, normally speaking, you go, like, to YouTube and you, you, you come across, like, uh, you know, this, this one, you know, YouTube channel. 
and it's only got a few videos on it. It's like, oh, it's got like 12 subscribers. Like, it's crazy to look at this and see three videos. And, oh, two, two, two million seven hundred fifty one hundred nine hundred subscribers. Holy Wow. God. How long did you say it's been open? His, he, it, YouTube says his first video was posted two weeks ago. Wow. And he posted his most recent thing, which is titled, A House with a Pin in Its Balls. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's because of his movie, A, Claus, uh, a House with a Clock in the Walls. Yes, yes. That's oh, a, that's, that's a, clever. That's good. That's going to make me crack up. But it has, just after nine hours, 1.9 million views. So, people are loving the Jack Black. Like, he's, he's the new king of YouTube. Watch out, PewDiePie. Oh, man, hey. PewDiePie's got competition to begin with. Yeah let's, let's, yeah. let's be honest. There's 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 a there's a competition going on there as well. Um I don't remember who it's with. It's like with a K pop group or something, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. I mean he'll like no one has stayed on on top of YouTube forever. Like he'll eventually get dethroned. Well, let's hope that it's not uh it's not anytime soon, because that actually sounds like a hella fun super Super innocent channel for one. Like it's just like, oh hey, let's do this thing. Let's play this game. That sounds yeah, yeah. It's definitely and from what I've seen, it's very it's got family. a lot of potential. It's got a lot of potential. By yeah, the way, it's very family friendly. I think he's. I think he. The the worst word he uses is mother father. <laughs> That's so, classic Jack. So he's Black. very very PG. So get the kids and and uh, enjoy this. It's good. That's like a that's like a retro version of Let's Play almost. It is. It is. Like let's go back to the 1980s and do Let's Play, and that's that's kind of what Jack Black is about, anyways. So that's really cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to go check that out myself. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched a whole lot of YouTube videos consistently. I mean, PewDiePie obviously, uh, Game Grumps. Uh, who? What is it? Um, who's uh, Markiplier? Markiplier oh, yeah. is one yeah. of my favorites, and um, and then who was it? Um, do you remember uh, Jack's films? Yes, yes, I love Jack's films. He gives really fun, engaging uh, uh, commentaries that are submitted from his followers, which is really cool. Like every day, he asks something, or he used to do it. I don't know if he still does yai anymore, but he always says, "Yesterday, I asked you to tell me this." And then he finds the funniest ones. He's like, here are your best answers. And he just talks about stuff that is sent in from his viewers. So it's super engaging. And that's one of the things that we try and pride ourselves on here at IPC is to have engaging content. And so we kind of borrow from him just a little bit, if you will. Because like what we're doing tonight, 90% of the content that we're discussing tonight comes from you guys who sent stuff into us. Yeah, yeah, you guys make these kind of shows possible because we could not do top fives. I mean, it would, I mean, we could make it a show, but it would be way more boring if it was just us reading off our top fives. Like, you guys make it what it is. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, it's so much fun to, to talk about these things with you guys and to to come up with the different things that, uh, that that we want to talk about and then also feed off of your energy. It's it's really, really cool. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm just double-checking to make sure that we've gotten everything in that we possibly can, that we've got all of the submissions from everybody so, um, so we can make sure that we cover all of our bases, which is 
going to be really fun. But before we get to our top fives, before we actually uh, talk to you guys about the ones that you've sent us, we do have one other little tidbit of news that we want to talk to you guys about. And this one is actually pretty fun because it kind of blends my worlds a little bit. Um, uh, Have you heard about or or have you seen the uh, Bird Box Challenge on social media lately, Ben? Uh, have I been on the internet? Yes. Have I seen this? Heck yes. It's been freaking yeah. everywhere. I, I mean, th- th- my most exposure to this was a statement that Netflix tweeted out <laughs> saying, hey, basically, hey guys, uh, please be careful when you're doing the Bird Box Challenge so you don't hurt yourself because apparently people are putting on blindfolds and just walking around doing crazy stuff and, and hurting themselves. Yeah, basically, basically. Um, but what's really fun is when you take it and you, you actually put it to good use. Because a lot of people are doing stupid stuff. Like, they're driving with blindfolds on or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, this is Darwinism at its finest. to uh, Survival of the fittest, I guess you could say. And you're not fit to uh, to, to continue living on this earth. <laughs> but... Um, but what's really cool is I don't I don't know if I've talked about this very much on the show because it doesn't really fit with the the sci-fi nature of what we do. But I am in a division of sports work that's called game production. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what game production is, it's basically the management of the stuff that happens outside of the game. So when we're making PA announcements about different sponsors or when somebody's doing a half-court shot to win a car or if you're doing a halftime performance or if you're like a dance team that wants to do a routine to some music, whatever that may be, that falls under game production. You make sure that it's put into the script, that everybody knows when it's happening, and you get people on the court and off the court at the appropriate time. Well... The Bird Box Challenge has actually made its way into game production at the NBA level. The (laughs) professional basketball team, the Memphis Grizzlies, actually created a Bird Box Challenge halftime game. And it's amazing. If you go follow uh, Bleacher Report, uh, it was actually also on comicbook.com. That's where we got it from. Um, Bleacher Report posted a video from the Grizzlies home game a couple of days ago where a mother and her two kids were put in a blindfold at center court and their job was to walk around the court blindfolded and try and find the Memphis mascot. (laughs) Wow. So it's it's almost like hide and seek or Marco Polo, but everybody's making noise at a basketball game. It's loud. There's thousands of people. You can't exactly yell out Marco, and mascots can't exactly yell out Polo. So they had to like feel around to try and find the mascot, the same way Sandra Bullock's character does in the movie Bird Box. Mm. Now, have you seen Bird Box yet? I have. Have oh. you had a chance to see it? No, I have not. Not yet. I highly recommend it. I I made a post on my blog not too long ago about, you know, the top movies that I saw in 2018, and Bird Box actually vaulted its way into the top 10 at number 10. It was quite impressive. I I really enjoyed the visual components. The cinematography was actually really, really well done. The acting was really solid. It had some of my favorite actors and actresses in it, Sandra Bullock included, 
and uh, it was it was a very interesting take on post-apocalyptic phenomena because you don't necessarily like solve this apocalypse; you have to survive it. That's what this movie's about. It's about survival, and they do a really really good job expressing that. So, uh, Bird Box, Netflix, check it out if you haven't. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up talking about it here on the show someday. That would be awesome. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it's really taken taken the world by storm. Aside from you know people doing stupid things and stuff, <laughs> you know, it's also been like this really kind of fascinating cultural phenomenon. It really has. It it really really has. And so uh, I would I would recommend seeing it at least once. Um, I I found a lot of similarities to. Um, to a quiet place, actually. Yeah. Have you have you have you had a chance to see a quiet place? I have not. I, that's also one that's on my list. See, we're we're it's... talking about 2019 movies. I haven't even seen all the 2018 movies. <laughs> uh, such is life, man. I mean, there were a lot of movies in um in, in what in 2018 that I didn't really get a chance to see either. But those those were two that. I, I made time for. I actually stayed up late one night, late December during the holiday break, trying to see a couple more movies just so that I could make a more comprehensive list. And I ended up watching Christmas Chronicles and Bird Box back to back. And let me tell you, those two movies have absolutely no similarities whatsoever, other than they were both published by Netflix. <laughs> wow! But it was it was pretty fun. It was it was it was fun to watch that little video and see the bird box challenge get put to good use because they did end up finding him. And the end of the story is they were rewarded with three courtside seats to watch the remainder of the game from. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Courtside is like courtside. Courtside is like front row stage right orchestra section of a of a symphony or an opera like. It's amazing. That's crazy. I love I love courtside seats. I've never gotten to sit in one other than when I'm during downtime when I'm working. So I would like to be like a patron and go and and sit there sometime. But yeah. I I digress. <laughs> awesome. Well, is it is it time? Shall shall we shall we transition into the top fives? I I believe it's time. Yeah, we didn't have a whole whole lot of news to cover, and so. Uh, this one, this one's, uh, there's, there's a lot to talk about tonight. I'll put it that way. We've got a yeah. lot of really awesome submissions. I found a couple more, so I'm going to sneak those in while you read off All the right. one that we've got from our patrons. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with our patrons. First one being our good friend, Daniel Georgiev, a.k.a. Dan Grievous, another great YouTuber. Um, he says at his number five is Captain Marvel. Number four, Zombieland 2. That one's coming out. Forgot about that. Number three, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number two, Godzilla King of Monsters. And unsurprisingly, I think I think this one's going to show up a lot tonight. Number one is Avengers Endgame. Yeah, uh, something tells me we're going to get quite the frequent repeats of certain movies. That one is not going to be any surprise. I mean, after Infinity War... It's it's kind of hard to not want to see what's going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just yeah. going to put that out there. You th- when you're left with a cliffhanger that's that big, you really kind of need to see it through to the end and see what's going to happen next. So, no surprise to have that on anybody's list. Uh and it's a it's a great list because you're right. I for one completely forgot about um about about 
what was it, Zombieland 2, I I had totally forgotten that that was even coming out, so I don't even have that on our 2019 list, I don't think. Like, that's how much I'd forgotten it. Oops. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, this is, I mean, let's see, one, three, three of them are Marvel movies, which means three of them are also Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So, like you, like you said, there's going to be a trend with Disney, and there's going to be a trend with uh, with Disney films throughout the course of the night. So don't be surprised by that, folks. Just saying it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Another one of our patrons. We actually only heard from two patrons this week. I'm kind of surprised that we didn't hear from people like Jake Damon. He usually sends awesome lists. But what are you we do doing, have a... Jacob? I know. It's all Jake's fault. Come on, dude. Get with the program. Like, can you... Can you participate just a little bit we're, we're, uh, we're gonna but, we're gonna rag jake because we know he listens <laughs> well we know that he ends up listening eventually he never listens live unlike our friend chris abbott who just jumped in the chat hello chris yeah. happy 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 to see you joining us we just got our list started and believe me yours is here so it's coming stay tuned but uh, first we got a submission from one of our other patrons the lovely miss katie horn who always has uh, fantastic list for us. She's got Detective Pikachu at number five. She goes, I'm a tired millennial and it looks cute, okay? Don't judge. <laughs> I, hey, I am all in on Detective, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, I can talk. That's easy for you to say. Ah. Um, But yeah, I'm not even a big Pokemon fan, but yeah, that looks cool. Uh, then she has uh, Captain Marvel at number four and she just goes, all caps, she and then the emoji with the heart eyes um you're not wrong katie you're you're not wrong uh number three (laughs) her reasoning for wanting to see this is i just want to see loki again that's the reason she's got avengers endgame at number three not that's a that's a i could have swore loki died i wonder why she's saying Uh that Mm, well, there's theories floating around the depths of the interwebs there's also there's also behind the scenes photos Oh snap! Well, I'm yeah, not going to get to that. Yeah, let's not go. Here's there. here's a surprise for for those of you who may have forgotten that this little gem is coming out in 2019. It's actually coming out this November, close to the Thanksgiving holiday. Frozen Two comes oh, out in 2019, and she says the first promo image for this movie leaked online a week ago, and I almost had a heart attack. And then all caps. That's how excited I am for this movie! <laughs> I love your enthusiasm, Katie, but I'm not excited for that one. I'm sorry. Oh, if you want to hear my reasons for that, maybe listen to an episode of my new podcast called Commusings. Musings on my commute. I may give some fresh hot takes about Frozen and Frozen 2 over on that show. But I'm excited that you're excited. I'll put it that way. I love enthusiasm. <laughs> And then Star Wars Episode Nine, she says in all caps, this, obviously, this should be at the top of everyone's list. Uh, I do not disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Al- although you may see a bit of a surprise at the top of my list. Who knows? Yeah, And, and I think there's, there's a few surprises on a lot of people's lists tonight. I think you're, uh, you're going to be shocked. Well, it's a, it's a good kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. And uh, how interesting that our live listener count just continues to increase. 
Joey Filbert has just joined the show. Thank Woo. you for listening live with us, Joey. This is like the most live listeners that we've had in a long time. Most of the time, people listen on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean, and there's nothing wrong with that. We appreciate you listening however you want to listen, but it's always fun getting to talk to people live. So uh, thanks to those of you that stuck with us for this live edition of our top five movies we are most looking forward to in 2019. We move out of our patrons and move into the secret chat that we've got for those that really want to know what goes on behind the scenes, the members of the Peacekeeper Corps. Mm, Yeah, and the first one to top it off is none other than our good friend Robin Glader, and he says at number five, Terminator 6, we just mentioned. Terminator 6, they've made six of those things. Good lord. Um, Oh, man. (laughs) um, Number four is Godzilla King of Monsters. Um, Number three, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, Number two is Avengers Ed Game. And number one, Star Wars 9. It seems like the number two and number one spots, there really is a fight over that between Avengers and Star Wars. Uh, I've been kind of working on taking a tally, and uh, the numbers might surprise you. Really? We'll, uh, we'll we'll take a look at the total numbers at the end of the episode, but yeah, that's part of what I've been doing behind the scenes right now. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I got a monitor for Christmas, a, a 32-inch curved uh, Samsung monitor that goes at about 120 FPS, I believe, so it's pretty dang fast. And I've just got this brilliant, awesome new interface that I'm kind of showing off to the world tonight. I've got Mixler open, I've got Skype open, I've got Audacity, I've got multiple internet pages, and I've got a Word document so I can keep up with the frequency count, because apparently that's the only way you can do it. I don't know how to do a frequency count in Google Docs, so I have to like take everything, copy it over to a Word document, and then do the search for these movies. But we do have totals, and we will list them for you at the end of the show. Uh, one of our next peacekeepers is longtime listener Jeff White, who's also a podcaster here on Channel 1138. His list is as follows. At number five, Toy Story 4. Then at number four, Captain Marvel. Number three, Lego Movie 2, which comes out next month. Avengers Endgame. And then number one, Episode 9. So yeah, we're getting a lot of Endgame in Episode 9. But uh, you'd be surprised that there's there's going to be some other stuff that's uh, that's going to be at the top of some other people's list, believe it or not. Um, but hitters. yeah, we're 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 getting we're getting some like you said heavy hitters. Screen Rant already made the prediction that the top two grossing movies of the year are going to be Star Wars and uh, Endgame, and I really don't think that came as a surprise to anyone. That, that's honestly that's going to be interesting to to watch to see. Which of those comes out on top? Because in, in box office wise, because I feel like, you know, Infinity War killed it last year and didn't really have any competition because of Solo. So having Avengers and Star Wars go right up next to each other, I think the last time that happened was 2015. I think Age of Ultron and, and Force Awakens. I can't remember who won then. Actually, Force Awakens won because it won for all of them. Um, yeah, I mean. But this on, is going to be different because this is going to be the conclusion of both kind of a big ending for both those franchises. I don't think either one of them yeah, is going anywhere, of... but it's definitely an ending for Episode Nine and Endgamer are endings for their respective stories. Yeah, you kind of you kind of need to see how the stories round out, even if they're not 
the types of stories that you were hoping they turned out to be, or maybe they're everything you were hoping they'd be, and you just want to see how it plays out. Regardless, they're definitely going to be moneymakers this year. Oh, guaranteed. totally, totally. Okay, so next up we got Kenny Crayley Jr. He has at number five The Lion King, the quote-unquote live-action remake of that movie. <laughs> Have and you have you seen have you seen the SpongeBob Patrick meme where he's talking to the robot and is trying to convince him that this is his wallet and he's like it's not my wallet. <laughs> oh jeez, I love those. Yeah, so they made one that was about the Lion King and they're like so it's a it's a live action remake, but they're not real animals, but it's still live action. But they're using CGI. That's right. And CGI is a type of animation. I guess that's right. So this is an animated movie. No, it's live action. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll get into that, I think, later in the show um, about that. But uh, number four, he has Shazam. Great choice. Um, number three, the other Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Um, oh, yeah, the, the, the actual Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The two Captain Marvels, who'd, who'd have thought? Um, number two is Avengers Endgame, and number one, surprise, surprise, on Kenny's list, Star Wars Episode Nine. I'll try to contain my amazement. Kenny puts Kenny. Star Wars number one. What is this world coming to? Oh my gosh! I mean, Kenny's not even a Star Wars super fan. What is the world coming to? Seriously, seriously. No, I'm just kidding. I'm using complete sarcasm, Kenny. Uh, I know how big of a fan you are. Um, we're a big fan of you too because you send in awesome stuff like that to us to talk about. So, thank you for being a part of our evening. I think I've got the totals uh, assembled now. I've kind of been going back and forth looking at the different lists. This one should be fun. How is it that I get the ones with the comments and you get the ones that have lists? I got Katie's and now I've got uh, our good friend uh, Steven Schinder with us and believe it or not, I actually have a little surprise for everybody tonight if I can get a hold of it. Oh. Um, I, I, I went and downloaded this thing called Instant Buttons. Oh. I went and downloaded this, this little thing called Instant Buttons so that we can have, like, some little little bits of fun. Like, whenever I say something funny, then I can do something like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. And uh, just uh, just for just for good measure, whenever we get a Shinders list, listen to what else I found on this button app. Oh. That's right, my friends. It's time for Shinders list. Checking in at number five for our friend Steven Schinder is Shazam. He says, having enjoyed seeing Captain Marvel in Justice League Unlimited, Young Justice, and Justice League War, in which he is called Shazam, I am happy to finally see a live-action version of this fun character. That's interesting. I'm going to have to try and go find one of those so that we kind of get a preview of Billy Batson. Uh, at number four, he says he's got Dark Phoenix on his list says, I enjoyed the cast of the X-Men films that have come out this decade, and will prob- this will probably be their swan song, since it takes place in 1992. I'm really hoping that the opening theme from the 1992 animated series is included at some point. That would be really cool. Number three for him is New Mutants. 
He says, we've seen superhero films, but what about super horror films? Mm. I loved the trailer with the cover of Another Brick in the Wall and was really upset when this got pushed back. Dude, same. Dude. It's got Maisie Williams in it from Game of Thrones, and it's got the the young man who plays Jonathan from Stranger Things. Those are two of the lead kids that are going to be in New Mutants. So I'm actually I'm actually kind of hyped for this movie too. Uh, number two, Avengers Endgame. He says it's the culmination of a 22 movie arc, and I really want to know what happens and who, if anyone, dies for real. And then at number one, he says Star Wars Episode Nine: The Blue Harvest, or whatever it ends up being called. Says, what more do I need to say? We've been waiting forever for Episode Nine and need to see how the saga, quote-unquote, ends. Plus, he says, Lando's going to be in it, and I really want to see how Leia's presence is managed through unreleased footage. Those are two of the big storylines that are encompassed in this film and probably two topics that we're going to end up talking about at some point during this show. Oh, yes. But, uh, oh, yes. And I just can't, Steven... believe, I can't believe we're at episode nine. Like, there was a time when we believed that episode seven would never happen. Now we're looking at episode nine. Nuts. You remember, you remember that John Williams medley where they're like, episode seven, never gonna happen. <laughs> Well, guess what? It happened. Psych. <laughs> oh man, that that's a really great list, Stephen. And is I'm great. so excited that you sent us a list so that I could try out that new button. Thank you for humoring me. <laughs> that is so great. So that was good. that was Schinder's list, and now we move over to the Twitterverse to see what kind of submissions we got from our friends on twitter yes we did we got a couple from the first being uh love eric erickson at erickson love on twitter and he says his number five is detective pikachu number four aladdin number three avengers ed game i think that's the highest i've seen avengers ed game so far this this, this highest week. or lowest lowest i think or Highest, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of in the middle. Never mind. Um, it's literally right in the it's middle. It's in the middle. Yeah, seriously. Uh, number two is The Lion King and, uh, surprise, surprise, Star Wars Episode Nine at his number one. Uh, yeah, quote-unquote surprise. Yeah, I'm very surprised by this. <laughs> uh, ooh, I found one more submission on one other page. Look at me. I'm on fire. Oh. Uh we're we're getting we're getting some last minute submissions. I, I found three on one Facebook page, and I found another on another one. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut through these things if we're gonna cover all of our friends that got to us from uh, from the Facebook world. Uh, let's see. I hope Chris is still listening with us because it's time for uh, for our good friend Star Raptor to have his list heard. I don't see him still listening live, which is unfortunate. But he'll end up listening online anyways. Um, so Chris's list has Shazam at number five. He's got The Lion King at number four. Toy Story 4 at number three. And then Endgame at number two. And Episode 9 at number one. Being another Star Wars super fan, not that surprising. But uh, if you want to you know, keep up with everything that Star Raptor is doing, if you want... A lot of really cool gaming stuff that you don't get from my PC. Star Raptor is definitely the place to get it. Totally, totally. Especially on YouTube in a let's just say a sea of garbage content. Oh man, <laughs> YouTube's pretty bad. 
uh, yeah, what he does is just stands out as some of the best on this. So go go subscribe to him for sure. I just put his username in the chat for those of you listening on iTunes and Google Play. S T A R R A P T E R. You can find him on YouTube, and then he's got links to all his social media after that. But yeah, thanks for sending your list in to us, Chris. And uh, you know what? Before we get to the Facebook universe, we're just going to hit the pause button for a second here. Go to brief program identification and commercial break. I just gave a little spoken commercial to Star Raptor, and now you're going to hear some other commercials from other partners of IPC. And we'll see you on the flip side as we continue our discussion of the top five movies that you are most excited for here in 2019. It's Sage from the Night Force Media Network, and I'm here to tell you about our new show, The Fandom Cantina, and why you need to tune into it. Also here to talk about it is, um, uh, oh yeah, right, it's Mondo. Wait, wait, wait. So you should think I got like, like an afterthought? Let no, me tell no, you but... something, okay? You act like I don't know anything about Star Wars I, I never and the said Force that. Or, uh, or other movies. I'll have you know, I was a MoviePass subscriber, okay? And I subscribed Wait, to but... A-List, and you act like I don't know anything about television. You no. know, like all those fancy shows and video games? Let me I, tell you something, I man. Say... I have beaten 50 video games this year alone, and 50? you don't think that I like making odd-numbered list countdown lists up? Oh, oh you, are, you are sadly mistaken, sir. So, yeah, that's what our show's about. You can catch us 10 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday nights, Mixler's Night Force Media. See you then. are back continuing our discussion of the top five movies we are most excited for in 2019 you're listening to the ipc podcast i'm zach here with ben and we're heading over to facebook with a lot of submissions in a lot of different areas which is a good problem to have because we spread the word and you sent stuff in which we are very grateful for 
Uh, the first one <laughs> is coming out uh, from, from a family member of mine, and he's going to be the birthday boy when this movie comes out. Uh, he listed it in five different ways, and he's just excited for Captain Marvel. That would be my dad. He's he's looking he's looking forward to Captain Marvel because he says it comes out on my birthday. Do I get in free because of that? He says. Uh, well, let's just say I now know what to get my dad for his birthday. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no birthday discounts at the local AMC. But you know, not not now you now you know what's you get, on his birthday list. You you get you get you get you get you get a birthday present from your son. So technically, yes, you do get free admission, Dad. You're welcome. Uh, or, or you I've can just wa- pull a T- Tyrion Lannister and just go, "I am the gift." Hey, I've done that on more than one occasion. <laughs> I, I am not it's ashamed. Good as it's gonna that. get me. Which I am the gift. By the way, by the freaking way, since you made a Game of Thrones reference, I'm sorry, but out of all of the movies that we are talking about tonight. This is going to be my hottest take of the evening. As excited as I am for all the different stuff that's coming out this year, I am probably most excited for the series finale of Game of Thrones. And it's partly because the the mystery that encompasses it and because of some of the interviews that they have given, like Entertainment Weekly's interviews of Kit Harington and and the like. Amelia Clark uh, also gave a really powerful interview uh, it, it's supposedly going to be one of the most amazing spectacles of the year. And even with episode nine, even with it, chapter two, even with Avengers, even with glass, even with whatever else you may be getting this year, there is probably nothing. I am more on the edge of my seat for than game of Thrones, not to derail or discredit any of these movies, but watching seven episodes of like 90 minutes of Game of Thrones back to back to back is going to be a mindgasm for my inner nerd. <laughs> and I mean, some of these things are going to be like the, the length of a feature length film just going to be on TV. So, yeah, if I if I had to uh, pick something from the TV realm, it would be Game of Thrones and then Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones. Just Oh, man, I'm excited for that. Love it. it. Okay, I'm going to get off my high horse and just uh, give a a, a shout-out to another birthday boy, actually. My dad's birthday is March the 8th, which is when Captain Marvel comes out. But today, January 4th, we have another birthday, and it is longtime listener Darian Gonzalez. He turns another year older today. He asked his favorite baseball team, the Texas Rangers, to give him a birthday shout-out, and they kind of did slash kind of didn't. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what, dude? We got you. And so we just wanted to give a special happy birthday to you, Darian. You've been listening for a long, long time. Very loyal listener and a contributor to a lot of these top five episodes. We appreciate you and wish you the happiest of birthdays today. Oh, totally. Totally. So he actually sent us a, uh, a top five list as well, and that list is as follows. At number five, Toy Story 4. At number four, The Lion King. Number three is Detective Pikachu. Number two, Avengers Endgame. And number one, Star Wars Episode Nine. he says. Ooh. Is anybody surprised by how many times we're seeing Endgame and Episode Nine on these people's lists? I'm sure not. <laughs> no, 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 no surprises here. 
And, uh, okay, another one, another appearance that makes on another person's list is our good buddy, Sean Giroux, a.k.a. Sage, from, uh, from a lot of different shows. Like, I, I'm almost, <laughs> you know, I almost can't even pin him down anymore. Let's um, see. Uh, there, was, there was Star Wars Wastelands. He's the lead at uh, the Fandom Cantina. We're actually starting a Game of Thrones podcast in February. He and I are. Of course so you that's, are. That's going to be fun. Um, he's also on the Wayward Roadhouse, and I think he does another one. I can't remember what it is, but Wayward Roadhouse is a Supernatural podcast. If I'd actually watched Supernatural growing <laughs> up, I might be able to contribute to that. But, uh, man, he's he's all over the place, and who knows? He might end up here on IPC a time or two. Cause Maybe so. He, he, he told us that he's got a lot of thoughts on certain movies, and he would like an outlet to put them in someplace. So <laughs> we awesome. might we might hear more than just a list from him in the not-too-distant future. Cool, cool. So he says at number five is It, Chapter 2. He would put that. Of course he would. Um, and number four, Star Wars Episode Nine. Number three, The Joker. I guess the first appearance of that I've heard. Um, mm-hmm. Number two is Avengers Endgame. And number one, The Lion King. He must be pretty hyped for The Lion King. That's interesting. That's very, very interesting. That's the highest ranking I've seen for The Lion King and the lowest ranking I've seen for Star Wars. But for those of you who know Sage, he's got some pretty hot takes when it comes to the Star Wars universe, which is why he founded Star Wars Syndicate, which is another... Uh, Star Wars podcast because we don't have enough of those. No, you know? no, just a total, total, uh, you know, wash on those. Just, just yeah, not enough. There's just you can never have uh, enough Star Wars talk, and so he provides some really interesting takes over there too. Uh, but not really surprising. I'm, I'm actually a little surprised that the Joker is as high up as it is because we really don't have a whole lot of information on the Joker yet. Nope. We we really don't know what to expect from the Joker. But, um, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix looks pretty good, but that's really all we've got is just like a quick visual glance at what he looks like and that uh, it's kind of like an origin story. That's about all we know. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that looks when it's fully fleshed out. I think it comes out in October, so we've still got a ways to go before Mm -hmm. we see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me see. I've got yeah, October the fourth is when the Joker comes out. It actually it actually placed number six on my list of top ten. It came it came very, very close, but not quite. So if I had to give like something an honorable mention, it would probably be the Joker. Ah, cool. All right, next up we've got uh my good buddy, and uh I do want to give him a shout out, Doc Holocron. I he invites me over every once in a while to uh his YouTube channel to uh Talk some Clone Wars. I did so like last month. So go check him out. Another great, another great content creator here on the on the in the interwebs. And he has at number five Captain Marvel. Number four Godzilla, King of Monsters. Number three Detective Pikachu. Number two the aforementioned Us by Jordan Peele. And uh, number one Star Wars Episode Nine. Man, I need to go see some of those YouTube videos that you're a part of. Uh, that's the one area that we really don't have a whole, whole lot of, uh, reach on is, right. is, uh, is, uh, is YouTube. So we'll, uh, we'll have to get, we'll have to get on that eventually, I suppose, yep. but we'll see. But, uh, you know, it's, it's always cool when you hear from friends, you know, when, when people are, are not just saying stuff to, uh, to say stuff, but they're. 
they're actually interested in hearing other people's lists and they're interested in hearing their list and uh, doc holocron's just a badass username i'm gonna put that out there um <laughs> yeah but you know a, a good buddy of ours like he's he's a mutual friend uh i think you knew him before i did though but uh this guy's got a pretty got a pretty fun list because uh it's it's really interesting the, the way that he put it yeah our friend our, our friend dominic jones from uh from the star wars underworld he's the head writer co-host of, the, of a little podcast called swu um He's got he's got the following top five list. Uh, he says at number five is uh, Star Wars Nine, which is actually that's probably the lowest rating we've had so far. Yeah. Um, then we've got Episode Nine with a number. Interesting. And and then at number three, Star Wars Episode Roman Numeral Nine. Number two, Episode Roman Numeral Nine, and at number one. Star Wars. <laughs> well played. See? See, there's always an appropriate time and place for a well-timed rim shot. Dominic, I know you're as excited as I am for Game of Thrones, probably, but you have every right to be just as excited for Episode Nine. although you are kind of messing up with the way that I count my totals because you listed it five times, <laughs> damn it. I don't know, is that even qualified? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, at the frequency at how many times it comes up and, uh, I, I don't know if I need to count all of them because here's the deal. Uh, Avengers and Star Wars are neck and neck for the most popular, uh, uh frequencies, but with Dominic's voting five times, uh, it really kind of messes up which, which one is number one and which one is number two. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm gonna have to make a I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make a call eventually, but uh, not right now. Uh, let's let's hear from from our friend Shane. What is what does Shane have to say about Shane all this? McGinnis, my good buddy? Is uh, he says uh, I guess in no particular order because he really didn't he didn't give numbers and he also gave me a top three at first. I'm calling you out, Shane. You gave me top three first. <laughs> I had to <laughs> had to guilt you into giving me two more to make it a top five. But he says episode nine, obviously. Well, yeah, obviously, Shane. Um, Captain Marvel. Avengers, Endgame, Shazam, and The Lion King. Uh, that's a that's a really good list. That's a, that's a really good list. But he he added Shazam and Lion King kind of at the end there, didn't he? Yes. Like those those were those were his two those were his two kind of late additions. So I think Captain Marvel, Avengers, and Episode Nine are going to be like the big the big ones there, which is no surprise to anyone. I mean, let's be honest. How many times have we seen? All of those different things. Uh, so far, it's been it's been crazy. Like I don't even know how many lists we've gotten from people, but the the numbers as far as the votes concerned are actually pretty staggering. So yeah. it should yeah. should be interesting to take a look at the final totals here. Uh, a friend of mine named uh, name of Gabe Rodriguez. He uh, he he's he's a big time gamer. Like if if he's got a channel, I'm gonna have to double check with him and see if he's still got a channel up and running. Um, but he's, he's a, he's a great guy and gives great game reviews and movie reviews. The movies he's most looking forward to, I'm going to read them in reverse order because I think he's got them in a particular way. He's got Godzilla King of the Monsters at number five. He says it is at number four. Endgame will be at number three. Detective Pikachu at number two. And he's got Star Wars at the top of his list. 
So that's interesting. He's got Detective Pikachu kind of sandwiched in between Endgame and Star Wars, which have been our biggest vote getters so far. Nice. That's that's, that's very very interesting. Yeah. Also, also he put a space between them. So when I did my search for Endgame, that one didn't pop up. <laughs> okay. Because I spelled Endgame with all one word. There we go. Okay. Yep. Okay. I gotta change the numbers again. Okay. <laughs> This is so much fun. I'm having so yeah. much fun. Who who have we who have we heard from next? So we got Eric up next, Eric Lockwood, and he has Lego Movie Two, which we haven't heard from a lot tonight lately. Um, he has it at number five, Spider Man Far From Home at number four, Joker at number three, Episode Nine. I wonder what that could be. What Episode Nine of what, Eric? Um, at number two and number one, Avengers End Game, not End Game, End Game. Is it is it is it two words or is it all one word? It's two words. Are you serious? No, look at it. Nah, Eric, you're messing up my numbers. Let me. I'll I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Boom. Okay, backspace. Uh, that the, it's the the space is gone. It should show up now. Gosh, dang it! I just put in the totals again. <laughs> Maybe I just need to type in the word end and and stop there instead of typing probably end game. probably because there could be someone else that that's trying to screw with you. Oh my down. gosh. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of people that don't know how to spell Endgame. Ah! I mean, admittedly, before this title came out, I didn't know either. So, yeah. Oh man. Okay. This may take a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you, do you mind? Do you mind reading off the next one while I try and make sure I've actually got the numbers right for Endgame? Certainly. Certainly. I'll go ahead and move on to our good buddy, Brian DeRuvo. Who uh, says his number five is the Joker? Number four, Captain Marvel. Number three, Wonder Woman 1984. Now I have to correct you there. This is something that when I was constructing my list, going like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984." Nope, it has been pushed back to 2020. So we got another year for that one. It was originally oh. slated for this year, but they pushed it back, which is a shame. But uh, hopefully. It'll do as good as uh, Aquaman's doing right now, and hopefully they'll make a good movie and they'll give it its time. But for right now, that'll be a bit of a wait. So you can save that for you. Can, you Brian get, is getting in the 2020 list already. He's he's getting that uh, set up. Um, uh, number two, he says Star Wars. Which Star Wars? <laughs> um, and number one, Avengers Endgame. Oh wow, Avengers Endgame got a lot more votes than I thought it did. Dang. All those late additions that we picked up on, all those people that, that put stuff in at the at the last possible minute, uh, it's it's giving us it's giving us a little little trouble here. And our friend George in the chat is also sending us a last minute list that we're gonna we're gonna read off for y'all in a bit here. Maybe I shouldn't be trying to compile the totals just yet because we've still got a long ways to go. Uh, let me see who we've got next here on the list. By the way, thank you, Brian, for sending stuff into us. You were one of those very thorough people that sent stuff to us on Facebook and on Twitter to make sure that we got your list in. So thank you for being so thorough. Tristan Shelton sends us a list that consists of Toy Story 4. It says, do we really need a number four? No, we did not. I should still see it, though, and I'm super excited nonetheless. Uh, number four, Avengers End Space Game. <laughs> it's going to be epic. Uh, number three, Glass. He says, Unbreakable is one of my favorite superhero films, so I'm excited for the sequel. Number two, The Lion King. This movie is my childhood. I've seen the original a thousand times and can't wait for this remake. 
and at number one, Star Wars Episode Nine. Do I really have to say more? Uh, Tristan, I don't believe that you do. <laughs> it's one of those enough said kind of moments. It's like it's like Stan Lee. Enough said. Star Wars Episode Nine. Enough said. Enough said. And then up next, we've got Matthew Hardy, who has, I guess, in also in no particular order, but I, I can probably guess, could, based on everyone else's list, I can guess what's the greater and lesser value to Matthew. So I'm going to start with Aladdin, Lion King, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, if they're going in that kind of progression, then it probably makes sense that, like, the first ones you'd list are the ones that are at number one. So, uh, just, just a wild guess, though. Yeah. Just, just, a, just a wild guess. Uh, Matthew, that is, that is an awesome list, dude. Thank you for contributing. Peter Miller, another longtime <laughs> listener of ours, yeah. he actually sent us a top ten. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not I mean, I'm not we don't reading... have the official rules posted anywhere, but it clearly states in top the five in the, the the show promo. If you see it on Facebook or Twitter, top five. There's only five. Um, sorry, Peter. Sorry, Peter. You're you're disqualified now. No, just kidding. No, just kidding. No, 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 no. But uh, I'm only going to read your top five. Although your top ten is pretty solid, except number seven is a movie that's been pushed back to 2020. But oh well. Uh, <laughs> at number five, he's got The Lion King. At number four, he's got Spider-Man Far From Home. At number three, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number two, Avengers Endgame. And number one, Star Wars Episode Nine. There you go. Ask, ask me if I'm surprised. Uh, Peter's been a longtime listener of the Star Wars Underworld, too, if I remember correctly. He, that, like, that guy has been around for so long. It's probably where he found... Uh, IPC. I would honestly. assume. I would assume so. Yeah, he's just like there's certain people, especially in the community and who I know through Facebook and Twitter, like they just always been there. Peter's Peter's one of them. Like he's been around for years. Um. So yeah, appreciate him writing in. One of those one of those people you just can't get rid of. They're like, well, but not that not that you would actually want to. But I was one of those people for a time. Um. What was it? Uh. Back when back when the underworld only had about thirty one hundred followers on it. Yeah. And that was a long yeah, ass them, time ago. Them was the good old days. Them was a long time ago. That was back when you had Friday trivia, and I was able to subscribe to fan pages' statuses via text message. Oh my gosh! That yeah, that brings back. Yeah, I didn't do trivia for a whole long time. <laughs> that was stressful as heck. It it really was. It was nuts. It, and of course, I was way too pedantic about it as far as, like, getting it at a certain time and doing it right, like, it was way too much. It really was. It really was. But I remember one time you uh, you, you guys posted one asking what the um, pod race resembled from another movie, and I got the text message from it, and I, uh, I got... Um, I got the text message, and I sent the text message, and I was actually the first one to reply... And I actually ended up winning that trivia competition because I was subscribed to your status via text message. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. You were hardcore. <laughs> I was super hardcore about those trivia questions back in the day. Uh, there was another one that asked, how many forms of lightsaber combat are there? And I just typed in the number seven and hit send on my text message. And again, I was the first one to get it right. I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, I was I was I was I was hardcore back then. Um, but uh, we do we do have more lists to get to. We're not going to talk about me very much. We're actually going to talk about the both of us quite a bit at the end of this episode. So um, we actually got word from our friend George Rivera in the chat. He says he's turning forty eight tomorrow. Dang man! So if we're if we're wishing a happy birthday to Darian, I think it's only fitting that we wish a uh, a early birthday uh greeting to our friend george one of the longtime live listeners and just longtime listeners of the show in general uh many happy returns to you sir and thank you for sending in a top five list to us you put it to us in the chat and i'm just going to read it from you live here at number five george has the lion king uh number four he's got aladdin he says screw the haters this thing will make a ton of cash will smith looks awesome He's got episode nine at number three. Captain Marvel is all the way up at number two. And Avengers Endgame tops the birthday boys list. So happy birthday to you, George. And thank you for playing. I hope that you continue to listen and continue to have an awesome 2019. Awesome. 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 All right. Um, We got a few more. You want to save Alessio's for last? (laughs) Uh yes please yeah let's save that one for last that's a big one that's the that's the long one we'll we'll skip down to a few others um I'm gonna go with uh Lorienti Lorenchu maybe Lorenchu Kalen um that's what I'm going with yeah that's 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 that sounds good to me I know I'm butchering your name I apologize but their list is the Irishman Endgame. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie that's coming out, I think. Um, Glass and Captain Marvel. I'm actually pretty excited for Glass myself. It looks good. But but I haven't seen the other two movies. I haven't seen Unbreakable, and I haven't seen Split yet. See, I guess so... I guess we're just going to have to do that. We're just going to have to do an IPC arc on all three of those. I would point. be so down. I would I would be so down because I mean come on dude it's um it's Bruce Willis it's Samuel L Jackson and it's Mac- oh, McAvoy right James Ma- James McAvoy yeah dude like that's an awesome trio of actors to be doing reviews of so oh, yeah. yeah I'm I'm very very open to doing something like that obviously like I said not everything in 2019 is final yet and uh, this movie may turn out to be a pretty pleasant surprise so we shall definitely see. Uh, let's see. Who do we have after this? It's uh, it's Fillinger, isn't it? Yes, it is. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Fillinger or Fillinger? I'm going to go with Fillinger because if I say Fillinger, it sounds like finger and it just... Ugh. Ryan Fillinger's list. He's got It Chapter 2 at number 5. Glass at number 4. Godzilla at number 3. Endgame at number 2. And Star Wars at number 1. We're getting quite a few votes for Star Wars over here. Uh-huh, and, uh, uh-huh. I mean, it's no surprise. Now, here's the thing. When we did our top fives for um, for 2018, I don't recall a whole lot of votes for Solo. Do you remember many votes for Solo? I don't. I mean, I mean, being the nature of that movie, it wasn't very high on a lot of people's list. You know, right. I think I don't think you got a whole lot of love last year. 
uh, which is kind of sad because it actually turned out to be a really solid movie. It really is. It really is. I think it's vastly underrated, vastly underappreciated as a movie. You know, maybe it wasn't quite as good as it could have been. It was a darn good movie. It could have been a disaster. And and that's kind of what I was expecting. (laughs) I was expecting, like, holy crap, all this has happened. It could be a train wreck. But it wasn't. It was great. It was, it was, it's kind of funny that you said it was a train wreck, because they actually did a wreck a train yeah, in that movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> unintentional pun there, wow, yeah, yeah, there was, there was a train wreck in it, but the movie was not a train wreck. Um, yeah, uh, just I see what, I see what, I see what you did there. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> oh man, I'm loving these buttons, I'm loving I this love interface. I too. I love um, I'm I'm loving this episode. Okay. I'm loving these lists. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got a couple more here, so let's get yes. to them. Um, we got David O'Neill, Dave O'Neill, I should say, um, who has his number five, Star Wars nine, um, number four, The Irishman, number three, Captain Marvel, number two, It Chapter two, and number one, Endgame. Man, it's it's kind of it's kind of a trend. I'm I'm kind of noticing a trend here. Just a just a little bit, uh, but it's not not surprising. No, not surprising at all. Um, let me see. We've got we've got what two more submissions for the night? Is that is that right? I believe so. I think we're getting okay. Do you do you mind do you mind rounding out Facebook and then I'll do the the last little tidbit that we've got here? Sure, sure. I will do up next. We've got Michael Jarvis who says in no particular order: Godzilla, King of Monsters, Avengers, Ed Game. How to Drain Your Dragon 3, I believe it's called The Hidden Something or Another. Um, I think that's the only time anybody's mentioned that one. Um, episode 9, Star Wars, of course, and Detective Pikachu. So, that's... Detective Pikachu's actually gotten a lot more votes than I was expecting. Um, surprisingly, yeah. Detective Pikachu has gotten almost twice the votes of certain other movies that I was expecting to do well. That's crazy. So we're gonna we're gonna come up with these numbers here in just a second, but uh, I actually decided to try one more version of social media to try and round out uh, the submissions that we had for today. Uh, at the time, we didn't have a whole lot of submissions, and so I thought it would be it would be a good idea. Um, but was so it? I went I went I went it, it wasn't. I mean, I only got one submission, which is fine, but I'm probably not going to do it anymore just because it didn't get a whole lot of responses, and we ended up getting more responses on Facebook anyways, so it all works out. Yeah. Uh, but I went to this this platform that I use called Whisper. Have you ever heard of Whisper? Um, No, I haven't. It's an app where you can generate posts that are submitted anonymously, almost like Tumblr, oh. uh, ex- except you can't post like really, really long things. They're almost like memes, almost. And uh, they can be jokes, they can be uh, confessions, they can be, you know, looking for a date, they can be talking about uh, a movie. You can you can basically do anything you want to on there. You can talk about anything you want to on there. And uh, nobody will be able to trace you if you don't want them to. So the anonymity is part of what appeals to me. And uh, we have an anonymous Whisper user by the username AdoreMe. Never got an actual name, just AdoreMe. And uh, I gotta say, I actually kind of adore this list just a little bit. Uh, at number five, Adore Me says uh, they're looking forward to Aladdin. And then at number four, Lion King. 
At number three, they listed Far From Home. Number two, Captain Marvel. And number one, Endgame. Uh, I I think I might have swapped Aladdin for Star Wars, but that's just me personally. Maybe this person isn't into Star Wars, which is fine. Not Not everybody has to be. Not everybody has to be, but uh, the frequency totals are proving to be pretty interesting. And now that we actually have all of our submissions in, I'm cutting you people off for crying out loud. <laughs> I am, I am, I am cutting you off at at this point in time right now because I just need to be able to actually finally figure out just how many votes each thing got. Uh, let me see. Wow. That's a lot fewer than I was thinking that movie would end up getting. That's a surprise. Uh, let me see. What have we got for this Sh- one? Shall I, shall I hit on uh, the grand finale really quick before we... We have, a, we have a grand finale? Well, we have Alessia's. Oh, you're right. I almost forgot about Alessia. Yeah. I am so sorry, Alessia. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, if you don't mind tackling that, that would give me a little bit of time to kill trying to capture these other numbers. Yeah, yeah, you you, you crunch the numbers really quick. I'm going to run through this really quick because Lesio, man. We save, we save the best for last <laughs> because we asked for a list and we got an essay. So thank you, Alessio, but also screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because now we have to read it, damn it. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. So Alessio Pascal. Pascale, Pascale, I'm, I'm sure Pascale. I'm Bush. Pascale, I'm sorry, dude. You're a good, dude. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in this wonderful list. Okay, so his he says my top five most anticipated movies of 2019. Um, number five is Shazam. It looks to be just DC embracing the fun tone and having fun with it, especially with Zachary Levi involved. And I agree. Uh, number four is Disney win Tim Burton's Dumbo. Because whereas Aladdin and The Lion King may get may get crucified if they are shot for shot remakes of the original cartoon, Tim Burton looks to give the late tale of cute little elephant that can fly a unique vision with a grand human cast of Michael Keaton, Colin Farrell, Dana DeVito, Alan Arkin, and the daughter of Solo's Thandi Newton, Nico Parker. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I did not know that. Um, number three is uh, Disney and Pixar's Toy Story 4. Three words are why. Bo Peep returns. Heck yeah. Yeah, she wasn't in three. Now, apparently they're going to bring her back, so that's pretty cool. Um, number two is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. WB looks to be having, have brought the world of Pokemon to life in a live action slash CG. I can't talk tonight for whatever reason, guys. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> live action slash CG hybrid done quite well, and with Ryan Reynolds involved as well, it, it has a potentially huge cum in uh, China and Japan. It would be another billion-dollar high for WB after Aquaman. Very true. And here we are, grand finale, and he actually cheats a little bit here. He says, number one, a tie. A He's tie. got a tie in all of this. So basically a top six. <laughs> Whatever. A number one is a tie between Captain Marvel and... And Avengers Endgame, I guess I understand that they're kind of they're going to be very close together and in very much telling the same story uh, because they are the two big MCU movies. He says I I think they are hyped on an unprecedented level, given that they will end with a 22 movie first book of the MCU, which is very true. I mean, the culmination of all the previous films. Um, he says also I feel the coming off the success of Wonder Woman and Black Panther. 
we need more diverse comic book movies to come see, especially if Captain Marvel is to be the billion-dollar movie global hit for Disney Marvel Studios with no one that no one believed it can be, but maybe may end up being, especially with the records of the first trailer broke in its first in the global 24-hour debut and the returning MCU characters that will get more development like Nick Fury, Agent Coulson, Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy, the latter who I think will be developed in this movie more than he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, which is very true, because he didn't, Ronan didn't really get to do a whole lot in Guardians. I mean, I love that movie, just watched it the other day. I like Ronan, but we need to see some more development with him in the future. I completely agree with you. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more Ronin. I'm looking forward to, to seeing uh, just just some more exposition into that universe. Honestly, like this this is this is a part of the universe that really has not been explored, and it's a it's a topic um, that really needs to be uh, covered a little bit more. The the origins of Shield, and you know what do what do the Kree warriors look like when they're not uh, crazy and out of control? That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And thank you for reading that because I actually was able to compile the totals while you were reading. Woo! Uh, and they're actually kind of surprising. Do you want to hear the five most frequently voted for movies in tonight's submissions? I am dying to hear. This is this is actually a very interesting, very telling uh, contrast. It's it's very very didactic. Um, the number five most votes, this is probably the surprise of the night, the fifth most votes with seven, Detective Pikachu. Wow, that's surprising. Detective Pikachu was the fifth most voted for. Um, at number four, with 13 votes on the night, Lion King. Mm. At number three, just one vote ahead. My dad's one vote was the one that kind of swung this. Uh, Captain Marvel has 14 votes, oh, so it checks wow. in at number three. Now, can you guess what numbers one and two are? Um, I bet I can, but I'm not going to. Well, uh, it, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, the ones that we kept saying, no surprise, no surprise, no surprise. Uh, Star Wars and Avengers. Those, yeah. those were the ones that that got the most votes. But what's interesting is which one got the most votes, mm. and by how much uh i ended up including dominic's numbers just because i know he's that enthusiastic about it <laughs> and i also went back and i counted people that said episode instead of star wars you know they're talking about episode nine mm -hmm. like i added up as many tallies as i could i typed in the word end instead of end game just to make sure i had all of my avengers stuff lined up uh and this is how it turned out the second most votes with 22, mind you, number three was Captain Marvel with 14. Second most votes was 22. Star Wars. Wow. Which wow. means the number one vote getter of the night was Avengers Endgame with 24. That is crazy. So 24 votes for Avengers, 22 for Star Wars, and then the next closest ones aren't even close. 14, 13, and 7. Some of the surprises, I was really expecting more from Toy Story 4. It only got 5 votes tonight. That is crazy. I was expecting more from Spider-Man Far From Home. It only got 4 
votes tonight. My gosh. And then we also got four votes for It Chapter 2, five votes for Shazam, and three votes apiece for both Glass and the Joker. Wow. So those are the lists that you guys have sent us. And uh, I'm actually kind of impressed that we got everybody in tonight. That, yeah. was, that, was a, that was a lot to cover. We got a lot of awesome submissions from you guys. Thank you for sending it to us. And a special thank you to our patrons that are a part of the IPC program. We launched that program back in 2018, and you guys are what keep us afloat. Podbean actually costs, and the money that you send to us helps us pay for Podbean. It goes right back into the system and takes care of that for us, along with maybe the occasional movie ticket and things like that to help streamline our... Uh, movie viewing process so that we can get to our reviews and it's helped us take care of our new theme music and we're working on some other things behind the scenes so a big thank you to joey mays katie horn jake damon rachel perry dan grievous and parker ott for your regular contributions to the program if you are looking to uh, do more for your local friendly podcasts if that's a resolution that you've got in 2019 please consider ipc we've got a lot of stuff to do this year and we would love to do it with you by our side you can find more information at patron.podbean.com forward slash IPC podcast. Absolutely. Also, you get top billing when we do these top five episodes. All of our patrons that send stuff in, you are the first list that we read off right off at of the top of the show. So if, if you send something in, I'm looking at you, Jake, right, and, and like, Joey, and all the others. Okay, I got to give Joey a little bit of slack, though. Your boy's been in Disney World for the last three days. Okay, okay, fair enough. You have you are excused, Joey. And better yet, he actually wore his IPC shirt to the Magic Kingdom. I'm telling you. That is, like, awesome. That is so cool. I saw him take a picture of it, and he tagged us in the photo. Oh, my gosh. Do you know how many thousands of people brushed shoulders with Mr. Mays when he was wearing that shirt. That is some amazing advertising right there. Gotta love it. Holy smokes. Also, don't be surprised if you guys end up seeing me wearing a whole bunch of IPC stuff when I travel. That's just kind of what I do now. I promote the podcast when I'm out and about, when I'm on campus, or when I'm traveling. I've always got IPC swag with me, wherever I go. So if you want to get your hands on some IPC swag, you can do that as well at tpublic.com, T-E-E as in t-shirt, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash IPC podcast. We've got shirts, we've got t-shirts, we've got pillows, we've got coffee mugs, we've got stickers, and we've got a segment dedicated entirely to our favorite hashtag that we're going to be talking about at the end of the evening. All that and more when you find hashtag IPC swag over there at T Public. Yeah. Totally. So go ch go check that out as well. Uh well listen, Avengers Endgame not very surprisingly ended up getting the most votes tonight. Uh it was it was a tight race, obviously, but uh the name Endgame is actually something that has been a part of the Avengers legacy for quite some time now, and that actually leads us to tonight's quote of the night. Why don't you introduce it for us, Ben, because you're the one that actually found it. Yeah, yeah, this is a really cool, and this is something that someone actually brought to my attention right after the title reveal came about for Avengers Endgame. And, and of course, everyone knows the now iconic line, we're in the Endgame now from, from Doctor Strange. 
And apparently, that wasn't the first time Endgame, the word Endgame, had been mentioned in an Avengers film. Going back to Age of Ultron, it was actually Tony Stark that said, that said it long before Infinity War was even really thought of, or at least any of us knew anything about it. Um, so, this is a scene from Avengers Age of Ultron, which I concur is a is an underrated Marvel movie to me. I just watched it the other day. I thought it was great. Um, and this is a great scene because it's right after Ultron does his uh, business with, uh, you know, he kind of wrecks uh, uh, Avengers Tower and he tries to kill everyone, but he, he doesn't succeed, thankfully. But the Avengers have some, some pains to go through and some... You know, you know they have to come to terms with the fact that some of their people were were working behind their back creating uh, uh, Ultron. And uh, so, uh, listen, listen for Endgame in there. Somebody says it. Tony Stark says it. Just listen for that little word that will be pretty prophetic for the uh, rest of the MCU saga. <laughs> Mm-mm. You think this is funny? No, it's probably not, right? This is very terrible. Is it so? Is it so it's, it is. It's so terrible. This could have been avoided if you hadn't played with no. something you don't I'm understand. Sorry. I'm sorry. It is funny. It's a hoot that you don't get why we need this. Tony, maybe this might not be the time. Really? To- That's it. You just roll over, show your belly every time somebody snarls. Only when I've created a murder bot. We didn't. We weren't even close. Were we close to an interface? Well, you did something right. And you did it right here. The Avengers were supposed to be different than you. Anybody remember when I carried a nuke through a wormhole? No, it's never come up. Save New York? Never heard that. Recall that? A hostile alien army came charging through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's... That's the end game. How are you guys planning on beating that? Together. We'll lose. And we'll do that together, too. Oh, man. Definitely an underrated movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, need, I Okay, so here's the deal. We're coming up on Endgame. I've got every movie... Except for The Incredible Hulk. Really? I've got every movie on disc. It's part of my extensive MCU slash movie library. I've got every Star Wars movie except for the holiday special. I've got every movie in the MCU. I've got all the Indiana Jones movies. I've got everything from the Alien franchise, including Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Um, Shoot, what else have I got? I've got a lot of DC movies. I've got Batman v Superman. Uh, I, and I've got Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman, and I've got the three Christopher Nolan Batman films. Uh, right now, I think I'm approaching like 230 movies or something like that. I've got like everything from the Planet of the Apes franchise also. Like I just, it, It's just one of those guilty pleasures of mine. So, point being, I plan on going back and going through the entire MCU again. Hopefully leading up to Endgame. Nice. Uh, it's 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 going to be tough because there are some of those movies that I'm not as big a fan of, like Iron Man three. But I'm going to have to leg it out for the purposes of what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't know if I've got Doctor Strange or not. Actually, 
I, I need to double check that. But Amazon Prime, baby, I can get it pretty easily. So yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be something that I'm looking forward to doing, and something that I, I'm gonna try and take care of in the not too distant future, uh, just to kind of prep and prime myself for when we actually end up in the end game. Yeah, should it's be fun. not gonna be far away. Really, truly, it really isn't. Ah, uh, man, it's gonna be great. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's wet. It's like April. What do you call it? April 26th. It's your birthday. Isn't yeah, it? it's April 26th. I can't believe I actually forgot that for a second. Yeah, it's my birthday. I, I was like, how did how did we forget all that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. See, now they've, okay. they've just started pushing them up into April, and they just say, hey, that Ben Hart, let's just put it on his birthday. You know, give him a good mm-hmm. birthday present. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, it, was, it, it worked so well with the last movie. You know, they were going to do it in May, and then it's like, oh, well, people really enjoyed it when it came out in late April, so how about the 26th? Oh, yeah, that works. So it's a, it all turned wow. out rather well. Um, but I think we've got all the important stuff out of the way, and uh, it's now time for us to reveal our lists. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is one of my favorite parts where we kind of go back and forth, back and forth, figuring out just how high up everything's going to be. Uh, I do believe that there are going to be some surprises Mm -hmm. um but we'll see we'll see if uh if there are any like really really big surprises on these lists maybe maybe not we'll see maybe maybe but i'm interested to hear what your number five is let's hear it all right all right well i mean like i said on uh on my website arnoldzack.com that's uh zach with an h I already posted uh, 10 through 6, so here are some of the things that are not going to be on this top 5. Uh, at number 10 was Godzilla, number 9 was Shazam, uh, MIB International checks in at number 8, Spider-Man Far From Home at 7, and like I said, the Joker is number 6. So you will not be hearing those in my list of 5, although I am pretty stoked to see all of those films and more. Uh for me, checking in at number five is uh, is actually one that I've been toying around with. Actually, am I really this excited for it, or am I just pretending I'm this excited for it? Uh, right now, I'm going with the idea that I am excited for this movie, and I am going to stick with it, and I am going to leg it out. Um, although, I felt like it really wasn't necessary, but then I also realized I'm totally going to be watching this anyways. And that would be Toy Story 4. Oh, it's it's Pixar and I love Pixar. It's the Toy Story franchise, which is probably my favorite pr- franchise in Pixar. And it's it's Woody. It's Buzz Lightyear. I mean, you just have those guys in there and it should be a really fun adventure. They're bringing in Key and Peel. They're bringing back Bo Peep, like like was mentioned earlier. There's a lot of things going for this film that I'm excited about. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Bonnie's character and how they're going to try and move forward because it felt like there was a lot of closure that was given in Toy Story 3 and now it's like you're kind of reopening that to kind of tell more stories and that's the one thing that's like the one complaint that I have about this is like okay but by doing this you're now taking away from the emotional impact that I felt with Toy Story 3 but then at the same time like another part of me is saying shut up this is great so we'll see but right now, checking in at number five, Toy Story 4. You want to hear something really interesting? Go for it. It's also my number five. Oh, dude! Uh, one for many... one. as We're one uh, for one, I'm... starting out. 
Oh, man. Yeah, okay. So for those of you listening, we don't share our lists before we go on the air. Like, our lists are separate. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of, like, surprise each other a little bit when we list off our lists. So, yeah, we did not plan that. Not in the least. No. That's that's pretty cool. So what's your reasoning for it being number five? Oh, I mean, I, it, I, mean, I looked at it, and it's funny. I've, uh, Toy Story 4 really hasn't been on my mind as far as, like, one of the movies is coming this year. Um, but, you know... It kind of like the trailer kind of hit me as like, oh yeah, that's coming, but uh, you know, Toy Story it it just holds a special place in my heart. It always will be. I mean, we've talked about it at length on this show how great it is, and I love all those movies. And you know, I'm a bit concerned, you know, because I want it to be good. I want it to be as good as the past three, and I want it to continue the legacy and not, you know, you know, we they have a had a, have a perfect trilogy, you know, keep the keep the thing going and and then hopefully they will and you know just seeing more of these characters i think i love you know how can you not love toy story i mean i grew up with that i mean i, I as i said before i was a toy story fan before i was a star wars fan so it's it's a big deal for me so i'm gonna be sitting in the theater amongst all those kids watching me a new toy story movie yeah there's definitely gonna be a lot of kids uh, i think i might go during the day and try and avoid the kid rush. But mm -hmm. uh, since it's coming out June 21st, it's going to be smack dab in the middle of summer. So that might not be the best idea. Who knows? But yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, number four then, I guess. Yeah. On, on, on to number four. Um, there's a lot... Again, uh, th this wasn't uh, the best trailer in my mind. It really wasn't. Um but at the same time, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered about this film. And I'm looking forward to seeing how many of those answers get, get, yeah, how, how many of those questions get answered and in what way. And that would be, uh, Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. She, she's gonna, she's gonna be alongside the Kree. We're gonna see scrolls for the first time. We're gonna have Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson. We're gonna have Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. We're going to be seeing her make an appearance in Endgame. And hopefully this movie also explains why we haven't seen her up to now. You know, why are we only hearing from her at this point in time in the universe after 22 films? Why now? And so there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of questions. You know, how does Coulson rise up through the ranks? How does Fury lose his eye? How do the scrolls play into the big overarching story? Are they... Uh, a minutia? Are they going to be like a little part of just this movie? Or is their camouflaging ability going to be something that blends into the, the MCU's fabric as a whole, the way Hydra did in Winter Soldier? You know, there's, there's still a lot of questions surrounding this film. And I'm looking forward to see those questions get answered. Yeah, I agree. I'm really looking forward to Captain Marvel. Spoiler alert, it's not on my list. It might, it might if I had a top ten list, it might hit six or seven um but uh you know i'm still I'm, i haven't been overly enthused with the trailers for captain marvel and yeah me neither you know overall i'm not expecting a whole lot i mean i think one of the weaknesses in the mcu is sometimes they have some you know less than you know less than you know fantastic like first movies for some characters um even though i still i love iron man but you know, like you know I think that's one of the few that like really, really nailed it on the first try. Um, so I'm just cautiously optimistic with that one, but I'm really looking forward to it. 
But uh, yeah, it's gonna have. I mean, it's gonna tie right in with Endgame. I mean, that's that's the big thing that I'm looking forward to is that. Uh, so what would your number four be then? Well, my number four would actually be Aladdin. Okay. So okay, I'm going over to Disney again. <laughs> it's all Disney so far, um, and. And I, I again, Aladdin has been there since the beginning for me. Like, and I'm seeing the, the set photos, and it looks fantastic. And it looks different. And I think I'm way more enthused about Aladdin than I am Lion King, even though I love both movies, the classic movies. I just like the fact that Aladdin feels more like this is a different take on it. This is a, you know, obviously, like Lion King, that's so iconic, and you want to. You know, age it up. You know, do it with live. You know, quote unquote live action animals, and you know, try to do. But they're saying it's not a shot for shot remake. But at the same time, a lot of the same iconography is in that trailer. Whereas Aladdin, from the set photos that I've seen, like it looks very different, and it's very like this is Aladdin, but it's live action. It's how it would be in the real world. You know, so you know they've got Will Smith, who I know a lot of people are not hugely enthused about him being the genie but i like the that casting choice and I'm, i think he's going to do a great job and the rest of the cast looks great and just the whole you know that whole thing with you know the photos and the little bit of trailer we got i think it's going to be great well i mean it, it's a it's a teaser it's it's designed to tease but the the parallels that that they do with like the side-by-side comparisons of like some footage from the animated movie compared to what you see in the live action version it looks really really good it looks really really good the the thing is i didn't grow up on aladdin as much as i did other disney movies and so there's not as much nostalgia attached to that film as there would be with something else and so i'll probably end up seeing it but probably not opening weekend and and i i I really don't know what to make of it like yeah because I would need to go back and see the animated one so that I could do comparisons. It's probably been eight or nine years since I've seen the animated Aladdin movie. Oh, it's been more I than just, that for me, yeah. I just I just haven't gotten around to seeing it lately, and so it's it's not on the forefront of my mind. Whereas I've seen other Disney movies within the last year or two, and I remember them vividly. And so it's just here's 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 one movie that I think deserves a live action remake. Actually, three. That haven't gotten them yet, but I feel like they deserve it. Um, Treasure Planet deserves a live-action version. Oh, yeah. It absolutely deserves a live-action version. It's an amazing, amazing, visually stunning movie with a great story. Classic tale based on Treasure Island, obviously. That should get a live-action remake. Um, Atlantis. Mm. I I think Atlantis deserves... A live action remake just because I'm I've got I've got a bit of an ocean nerd in me and so I would just love to see their their oceanic exploration put uh, put to real life and uh, I believe they should try and do a remake of the Emperor's New Groove that would be amazing because you you've still got John Goodman and you've still got David, David, David Spade, Spade yeah. and you could find somebody else to, to play the part of Yzma now that Eartha Kitt has passed on if you pay him enough, I bet Patrick Warburton would would play the role of Kronk. Oh, He's still yeah. got the physique for that. Like you could take the voice actors 
of these characters and put them in front of a camera and they'd be amazing at it. Just putting that out there. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> Uh, so what's I, what's your number three? Are we we on to your number three now? I think? We we are we are on we are on to number three, and this one may be where some of the surprises kind of start coming Ooh. into play. Um, and and not surprise as far as what I listed, but where I listed it. At number three for me, my number three most anticipated movie. And uh, I may get crucified for this, but it's Star Wars Episode Nine. I hear you. Uh, there's, there's just here, here's the deal. If it was any other year, it would probably be at the tops. That's the thing. There's so much competition. It's got a lot of competition, and there's just a lot that we still don't know about it. Yeah. We know, we know what certain movies are going to be like because we know that there's like a premise, there's a precedent being set, like with Aladdin, like with Toy Story, like with uh, with Avengers. There's a precedent that's been set, and there's still a lot of ambiguity about what the story of Episode Nine is going to be like. We know who's going to be in it, but we don't know where, we don't know when. You know, there, there's still a lot of questions to be answered about this movie. But it's my childhood. Of course I'm going to be seeing it. And much like Rogue One, I'm just looking forward to the movie experience as well. Oh, yeah. Because from from my understanding, the gang of Channel 1138 is in the works to try and assemble in California so that we can try out Galaxy's Edge while we're out there. That would be nice. So we may be able to get like a roundtable in doing a review of The Mandalorian while we're there because The Mandalorian should be out by then. We're going to have uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, and we're going to have Episode Nine. Like, that kind of uh, excitement, that kind of anticipation is one of the things I'm most excited for. But I need a little bit more material before I can get a whole lot more excited about Episode Nine. There's other material out there that I'm already excited for, and it's higher up my list. Well, yeah, and even like even just within the Star Wars universe, like I look around, people I've seen polls, especially on Twitter, going, "What are you more excited for? You know, the Clone Wars or the Mandalorian?" And like, I have a hard time with those because, like, mm-hmm. you know, like I know, you know, especially Clone Wars, like that that's like the big thing for me next year if it comes next year, hopefully. But I mean, we know more about the Mandalorian than we do about Episode Nine. <laughs> So, um, you know, and that's... I mean, that, that means that means they're doing a good job of keeping it all under wraps. But at the same time, it's like, OK, I guess we got to wait for Celebration Chicago before we get anything definite. Right. About we'll what to look we'll forward probably to. we were actually speculating about this on the Star Wars Marvel podcast this week. We think within the next few weeks, maybe even at the Super Bowl, we'll get a title and maybe a trailer. Maybe. I would I would think a teaser at least because Super Bowl spots are hella expensive. Yeah. So maybe a one minute teaser with the title card at the end or something. Do like it. That. Do it. Avengers Endgame style. Do it. Just Star Wars Episode Nine, and then they reveal the title at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Be really I'd cool. be okay with that. Really cool. I would. I would be okay with that. Um. But yeah, that's 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 where it is, and that's why it is my number three. All right. Well, my number three is something completely different, and uh, it's the only DC movie on my uh, on my list. And I think is it the only DC movie coming out next year? I'm not sure, 
but it's Shazam. This movie has piqued my interest ever since I saw that first trailer. I know some people weren't too thrilled about it, but I love the trailer. I love the oh, whole hey, concept. How's it going? I'm a superhero. It's great. It's I mean, and everyone says it, and it's true. It's big, but with a superhero. Like, what more can you ask for? Unless, you know, Tom Hanks was in the role, which that would be cool. Uh, <laughs> I- I'm willing to settle for Zachary Levi. I think he looks great in the role, even though he seemed like a kind of an off-the-wall choice for that role. I think he's going to do great. Um, I think it's a well, it's a really breath of fresh air for DC movies where they've, you know, especially with the Zack Snyder influence, they're dark and gritty, and Shazam isn't anything like that. It's just like this fun, funny movie that's going to be about this kid who turns into a superhero. He's got to deal with that. Like, it just looks so much fun, and I can't wait. Well, here's the deal. I I feel like after what they did with Aquaman, they're kind of taking a new turn with some of their... DCEU movies. Totally. I have you have you've seen Aquaman, right? No, I actually I have not. I'm gonna I thought I saw you check in to see Aquaman the other day. Um what did you the, what did you check in to see? The last movie that I saw was Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Which was also a good movie. Very good movie. Yes. Which we may end up talking uh-huh, about in the next uh-huh. couple of weeks, possibly. So stay tuned for that. But Aquaman's totally worth seeing because it's in my opinion. In my humble opinion, uh, it is the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. That's high praise. Well, it, it it's kind of high praise, and it's also kind of a catch-22, because what have we had since then? We've had The Dark Knight Rises. We've had Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a good movie. If, if there was ever any competition for Aquaman, I would think it would be Wonder Woman. But, uh, but I, I loved how full circle the story was. I, I loved the... The villain character, I loved the CGI. I, it wasn't over the top like I thought it would be. There were actually a couple of moments where I nearly cried wow. at how beautiful the graphics were. Like, it's absolutely 100% worth seeing in the theaters. Um, but if that is the trend, if that's the the, the the way that we're going, we get Wonder Woman, we get an okay Justice League, we get Aquaman, and now we're getting something very hopeful with Shazam, maybe, maybe DC is finally getting back on the right track. We can hope. I mean, what have we been saying all this time? Like, we knew DC was going to get their act together at some point. It was just when. And maybe yep. now is that time. You know, after Justice yep. League and after everything, who knew it would be Aquaman that would set everything straight? Dude, man, I, I was not expecting that, but it was a fantastic movie. I'm really looking I, forward to it because I, 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 that was one of the movies in 2018 that was like, eh, I'm all right. You know, I'm looking forward to Shazam and all these other movies, but like hearing all the positivity around that one, it's really made me excited. It really, it pleasantly surprised me. I was going in thinking, oh, it's Jason Momoa. He was kind of a comic relief character in Justice League. I don't know what to expect if he gets his own film, but whoever wrote it, and then James Wan, the director, they both did a fantastic job of giving Jason Momoa the spotlight while allowing him to be the comedic relief as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it was beautifully blended, and it gave us a really great encapsulation of his character. So, yeah, totally. Go go see Aquaman sooner rather than later. It'll really get you excited for Shazam and DC in general because of how solid of a movie it was. Love it. Love it. All right, so I think we're on to your number two. Yes, we are, we are to my number two. Um, 
And again, the placement of all this may be surprising. But for those of you that really, really know me, it might not be as surprising as you think. <laughs> uh, number two for me is uh, is actually Avengers Endgame. Oh. That is, that is my number two. And here's why. I did not think the trailer that they released was very good. And I had a lot of hope for the hype that they were going to be producing for this film. And that didn't really set things off on the right foot for me. I didn't, I didn't really care for it. There were maybe five seconds of, of interesting elements in that trailer that I actually had a, like a decent takeaway from everything else was kind of meh to me. And that kind of disappointed me. And uh, the other thing is there's a, there's a, there's a great opportunity for this movie to basically take everything that happened in infinity war and have it mean next to nothing. And that scares me a little bit. I don't want this duology. I don't want this year of, of tension and excitement and discussion to end up being a mulligan that gets forgotten 10 years from now. I wanted this to be like a groundbreaking film to be a huge piece of the MCU. And there's just this, this nagging fear inside me that it might end up just retconning the stuff that happened in the last movie, giving a lot of people a clean slate, and we just keep moving forward as if hardly anything happened. And that's the last thing that I want for this franchise. I want it to grow. I want it to evolve. I want things to be different than they were. And there's there's a chance that it could do that, but there's a chance that it won't either. And so my anxiety is just a little high as far as what direction they're going to go. But I'm still seeing it. I'm still excited for it than just about anything else that's coming out because, and this is this is one of the biggest reasons I'm excited for this movie, is now that they've bought 20th Century Fox, this saving the universe, and you know when when Doctor Strange says there's only one universe where they win, I would love for that one universe to be where the X Men exist. Yeah, I want a Wolverine post-credit scene cameo at the end of this movie. If I get that, no matter how much of a suck fest the rest of the story could turn out to be, if I get a Wolverine cameo, I will be happy. That would be nice. That would be really nice. And Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman has stated the only way he would return as the character, because we know what happens in Logan, we know about all of that, but... If he, he said the only way he'd return is if it was part of the MCU and Disney was paying him to come back. <laughs> Hello, get out your checkbook. It's time to bring Wolverine into the fold. Heck yes. And I'm also going to add here that uh, Endgame is also my number two. What? 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 Yeah, yeah. The number one is not going to be the same. I think. I think all. Of you, uh, no. I think all of you can predict it where it's going. No, from here. no. But, I mean, I, given given what's not on your list, it's like a process of elimination now. Yeah, and, and I mean, legitimately, I considered Endgame because Star Wars and Marvel to me are almost almost neck and neck. Star Wars will always be number one for me. Um. Hopefully, we'll always be number one. <laughs> but uh, no matter what, Star Wars is always going to be top. But Marvel continues to be my jam. 
Um, and Infinity War was my number one movie of 2018, even above Solo. Even as much as I love Solo, I still enjoy. Wow, that is high praise. Yeah, Infinity War was number one for me. I've seen that movie more times than anyone. It's the only. It's the only non-Star Wars film that I've seen in theaters more than once. That's a that's a fun fact for you. And that, that is a, that is a pretty fun fact. It's also pretty sad because there's a lot of movies I've seen multiple times in the theater. Yeah, that just that just shows that I don't see very many movies in theaters. Um, <laughs> that's just me though. Um, and Endgame is probably going to be the second non-Star Wars film that I see. I would love to see two or three or five times. Um, I'm just I'm totally invested in I, the MCU was almost made for me. I just love the minutia. I love all the different storylines. I love how it's all coming together and all how all of it's going to come. Um, come up in Endgame, and I don't want to discuss any more spoilers, because we've done it before on this show, and I don't want to spoil anyone for anyone that may not know, but there's some big things happening in this movie. Huge. And I don't think, I think, I think most people are going to be actually really caught off guard by it. I think they're going to be surprised, because we're going to be seeing stuff we've never seen before. The original Avengers are coming back, they're going to have to save the world, but... There's going to be some 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 wrinkles in that, and I'm just looking forward to see how it all comes together, and how that movie ends, and how it's going to affect the rest of the MCU forever. Well, that's the that's the optimistic's perspective that that's what it's going to do. Uh, there's speculation stay, about some of the stay other positive, things. Stay positive. There's speculation about what it could actually do, um, but it's. Um, it should it should be interesting. I'm I'm excited for it, and obviously you're excited for it. Um, I think it's I think it's cool that we've got two that are in the same platform. Mm-hmm. That, that it, it's very rare when you and I are are that much on on the same page. I think one of these days we're gonna have a top five, and all of our top fives are gonna be like on par with each other. It, it, I, mean, I mean, it's getting there. Isn't that like the raw the the law of relativity? Like that, you know. At some point, you're gonna get it. Like, you're gonna nail it, and like. Well, we're, we're okay. Gonna... So, so here's 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 my thought: is we're 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 used to uh we're we're used to having you know those slight variations and those slight differences, right? But with increased frequency comes increased potential to have those similarities even up. Mm-hmm. And one goal, one resolution that I'm trying to make for uh, 2019 is to just try and be more intentional with scheduling top five episodes. Uh-huh. Because it's something that you get to be a part of when you're in the patron program. It's one of the things that you sign up for. We try and bring you onto the show and discuss your top five with us here on the program. Like, it's it's something that you guys as listeners obviously love because you sent us some amazing lists today. And I think if we increase the frequency of our top five episodes, then we increase the probability of those top fives lining up. Yeah. yeah. So just, just throwing that out there, something for you guys to, to keep us accountable to in 2019. We've got some awesome ideas for uh, certain top five episodes that we're looking at doing, but um, we're looking for more suggestions and submissions so go find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, at IPC Podcast. If you have a top five that you want us to talk about, send it our way and we'll consider it. We've got plenty of opportunities to do it this year. Nice. 
Gonna be awesome. Uh, okay. Drum roll, drum roll, please. Do I have a drum roll in my buttons? I don't know if I do or not. Yeah, I could do something with my dad's. Let me let me see. I'm gonna try and type in drum roll in my buttons app and see what comes up. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Ooh, ooh, what's this? Oh, that was kind of sad. <laughs> Close okay. enough. I, I, I tried. I tried. Uh, my number one, this should not be surprising for anyone that really, really knows me. I was born in 1993. Mm-hmm. And the original... Lion King came out in 1994. So for my first birthday, I was gifted a Simba doll. And I still have that Simba doll somewhere in my parents' house. And I know all the musical numbers by heart. I know about 90% of the script by heart. And... Uh, it, it, it's become one of those family bonding movies that we get to enjoy like together. The whole family will sit down and watch the cartoon Lion King together. And it's my hope that when this movie comes out on July 19th, that the whole family can get a chance to experience it again together. The teaser that we got with the opening sequence just looked breathtaking to me. It just looked breathtaking. And the fact that they used the original song that you hear at the beginning, the fact that it's got a classic tale based on Shakespeare's Hamlet, the the characters that are in there, the cast that they've got that's playing these characters, it's all just very, very exciting. And it's a piece of my childhood. Like like you are with, with Toy Story being your childhood before Star Wars... Lion King was my childhood before anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I got latched on to the Lion King before just about anything else in my life. And it's been a part of me ever since. And so I am probably most excited for the opportunity to relive my childhood. And after seeing what Favreau did with The Jungle Book a couple of years ago... I'm very, very excited to see what he's going to do with the CGI creatures of the Lion King. They conveniently left out Scar from the teaser. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of kind of make that a big reveal when they do like a full trailer or something like that. But everything about it is just very reminiscent of the original movie. They got James Earl Jones back to voice Mufasa. I mean, everything is just lining up in such a nostalgic way for me that... I am almost certain I'm going to cry more times during The Lion King than I will during Endgame or Episode Nine, <laughs> And I'm just very excited at that prospect. And I'm also hoping that the movie stays in theaters long enough for me to go watch it on my birthday. My birthday is August the 23rd. So it needs to stay in the theaters for four weeks. I'm crossing my fingers that it will do that because I don't. I don't think it would be any more perfect way to kind of bring everything full circle from getting a Simba doll on my first birthday to watching the live action Lion King on my birthday, 20 some odd years later, it would just be like the perfect full circle experience. And so I am most excited, most hyped, most hopeful for the Lion King. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, as I said earlier, I, 
It's not on my list, but it, it would probably it crack the top ten. Like Lion King, man, that movie was. I, I have that movie almost memorized. And I haven't seen it in probably fifteen years, which is sad. But I have like all the songs are still up here. They're still in my head. I can't wait to be king. Like that's one of my favorites. Like all of them. Be prepared. I love be prepared. It's so great. You you've got to have be prepared in the movie. You know, one thing I noticed from Jungle Book was they didn't use every single one of the songs. Right. They like picked and choosed like what music they were going to use. Picked and chose. I used choosed. That's a bad word. Don't use the word choosed, kids. Don't use that word. <laughs> they picked and chose what they were going to use and it it turned out pretty well. But you've got to have certain songs in there that have to be included. You have to have Circle of Life. You have to have Hakuna Matata. You have to have Be Prepared. It's how Scar explains his plan for crying out loud. So there are just certain elements of this movie that I'm looking forward to seeing how they execute. Because this movie, even though its original was a cartoon, it was also a musical. Yeah. And so... You've got to include those musical elements somehow, and I'm excited to see how they integrate all those things. Oh, totally. Totally. Cannot wait. Um, And I guess it's time for my number one, isn't it? I suppose so. Do you want me to get my drum roll back out? Uh, You can. I don't think it's going to be some, you know, big, huge surprise. I think everyone knows already. Man, these drum rolls are pathetic, dude. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me. What, what is this? Like, that one's a little better. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like yeah. that. I, I like I like that one the best. It, it, it was more of like a more like a tinny sound to it. <laughs> the other ones just the other ones just sound like a trash can rolling down the street. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not a drum roll. Yeah, I hear you there. All right, the number one for Mr. Benjamin Hart. Surprise us. Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that coming from a mile away. Um, as I said, I could have I mean, I could have put Endgame as number one because it's it's up there for me. But Star Wars, it just doesn't get any better than that. And you know, episode nine, there's so much that could happen in this movie. You know, even if you're not the biggest fan of The Last Jedi, which many people aren't, like you can't help but wonder, like, where are they going to go with that? And what's going to happen? And, you know, how are they going to end? I mean, they're billing this as the final chapter of the Skywalker saga, at least for right now. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen? What kind of cameos we could see? You know, what kind of characters from the other trilogies could show up? Who knows? Um, Just seeing it kind of all come together, how they all wrap it up. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be really momentous, and it's going to be really kind of a return to the bad, those good old days in 2015 when we had another you know movie by J.J. Abrams coming out in December. Um, yeah, it's going to be the build up. It's going to be great celebration. All the trailers, like I said, we could be getting some as soon as the next few weeks, and uh, it's going to be totally, totally amazing. See, that's the thing is I was really kind of uh disappointed that we didn't have star wars in december amen to that it i was kind of like okay what am i supposed to do this christmas season what am, what am i supposed to go watch and uh now that i've got star wars back in my life i know exactly what i'm watching during the christmas season it comes out on like the 19th or the 20th or something like that i know exactly what i'm doing this year 
And that, like I said, the experience is what excites me. If we actually do get to see it in the TCL Chinese theater again, that was probably one of my favorite, if not my very favorite Star Wars viewing experiences ever. Oh, yeah. that uh, It's going to be amazing seeing Episode Nine there. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm super stoked about the people that I get to see it with. I, I'm super stoked about seeing J.J. Abrams return and, and do his his work on the on the saga again. Like, he must have had a, a good idea of where he wanted to go and what he wanted to do with it if they were willing to bring him back for episode nine. I'm telling you. You know? Like, there must have been a powwow in there. There must have been a conversation in there that said, hey, this is what I want to do with it. And they were like, okay, totally, on board. Let's do that. And that part is part of what excites me. So, like, I don't mean to make it sound like my list it puts it at number three because I don't care. If I didn't care, it wouldn't even be in my five, you know? Yeah. Like, I am excited for this movie. It's just that there are different elements outside of the story itself that excite me. Right. And that's okay because Star Wars is all-encompassing. It doesn't have to be about just the movie. It can be about the movie experience. It can be about character arcs. It can be about the visuals. It can be about the music. John Williams is returning for this film, for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things to be excited about by this movie. And it is absolutely deserving of being in a number one spot, as it was for several of the submissions we had tonight. We got a total of 27 submissions tonight. And read through all of them, and read through ours... We got done with almost 30 lists in about two hours. That's pretty damn impressive. And got some news in there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're, 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 we're making really good time, but it is almost time to wrap things up. But before we can do that, we do have one other segment that we need to touch base with before we call it a night. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, get out those hashtags of yours and put them in the chat. Put them on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and anything else that might carry a hashtag. Because it is time, that time again, for the first time in 2019, hashtag BBQ Watch. Barbecue. 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 Watch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm gonna defer this one over to you because you put it in the list. Uh-huh. I've I've never even heard of this place, so I'm really intrigued by uh, what you've got in store for us for barbecue watch tonight. No, no, you've heard of this place before. Because I have, have talked I? about this place before on the show. You may not remember, and the listeners may not remember. Well, then it's time for a refresher course because, I mean, just the name it itself excites me. Right, right, Just, right. Just putting that right. out there. I'll, I'll, I'm going to breeze through this pretty quickly because, as you said, it's getting late. Probably don't need to wrap it up, but I do want to revisit this place. And in a future episode, I'll go more in depth. But I want to give a shout-out to one of my favorite barbecue places, um, Sticky Fingers. Which is a place that they're they it's kind of a franchise. They're kind of all over kind of the the southeast, but there's two locations that we visit quite a bit. Me and my family that are in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And as I was actually actually talking about before we actually got started on the show tonight in the pre-show, we took a little trip 
took a little little road trip over the Christmas holidays while we were off air. And uh, one of the places I stopped at was Chattanooga, Tennessee, which, if you haven't, in, are you in the area, in uh, the, uh, the the East Tennessee area, always a good place to go. Got to check out the, the Chattanooga Choo Choo, the, uh, the aquarium there. It's a really, it's a beautiful city. And uh, one of their highlights is Sticky Fingers Barbecue. And uh, it's a great place. And one of the things that we like to get there when we go is their barbecue pork nachos. Now, I think my family is kind of a, a connoisseur of barbecue nachos, uh, especially my dad. Um, but we all kind of share them when we go to different places. And this is one of our favorites. And it basically, you can get on their menu, um, right off the bat, you can get either chicken or pork on the nachos. Shredded chicken or shredded pork. Or pulled pork or whatever. And basically, you get this giant plate of you know tortilla chips, nachos, and it's loaded up with uh, queso, cheddar cheese, mozzarella cheese, tomatoes, diced onions, jalapenos, sour cream. Goodness! Um, and then you've got their whole selection of barbecue sauces, and which includes uh, Carolina style. Um, you've got a Memphis hot. Um, you got actually goes the Memphis original. There's Tennessee whiskey barbecue sauce. There's uh, there's a hot version which I really like, um, and I, we've also talked about it before how they have like a sauce pack you can buy and it has all five of their sauces. Um, I do remember that. There you go. I knew that would jog your memory. I I do I do remember that. I think I tried to find them online one time and they were like super expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, it, I, it was yeah. it was like the cost the cost of the sauce and then the cost of delivery was like over fifty bucks total, and I was like, uh, sorry, I know I like barbecue sauce, but that's a little too much for me. Yeah, they're they're proud of it, but they have a reason to because it's their they're kind of their claim to fame. But if you go to the restaurant, there's a whole line of barbecue sauces on each table you have full access to. So if you're ever in the area, you don't have to order them; you just go in. And you have a wide selection of barbecue sauces. It's always fun. Just like, hey, a little Tennessee whiskey. Here, a little Memphis original. Here, a little Carolina stuff. It's uh, it's great. The food's great. I, I highly recommend it. Um, and as a person who works in a barbecue restaurant, that's kind of weird to say because, like, we're very picky about certain places. And I've eaten, well, a lot of bad barbecue. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Been there. But Sticky Fingers is not one of them. It's a great, great place. If you ever get a chance, if you ever see them, check them out. Dude, I, I got to be honest. I love nachos. There's a place around here called Fuzzy's that makes pretty good uh, shredded chicken nachos. But it's more like Tex-Mex style. Uh-huh. I, I'm really curious to try barbecue style nachos. That sounds really, really good. Yeah, that's, it's great. And, it's super fitting that we talk about food at the latest point of the evening because then we always get hungry and we're like, well, dang it, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> so uh, something tells me a, a run to get some actual nachos from Taco Bell or something maybe in my future. Uh, but hopefully what's in your future is a chance to find us on social media. You can find us at IPC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow us personally on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can find me at Zach, Z-A-C underscore D-F-W. That's where I'll post the links to my SoundCloud for my new Commusings podcast, Musings on My Commute. Uh, I'm looking at doing a new episode in the not-too-distant future, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, Ben, where do the folks at home find you at? They can find me on the social medias at Ben Hart with no E, 
That's exactly how it's said and spelled. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm pretty active in all three of those places. And then, uh, of course, check out StarWarsInterval.com, which is where I, I, I do all my Star Wars stuff. And you can follow that at the SW on social media. And, of course, StarWarsInterval.com. And, uh, of course, IPC episodes are up there every week, too. So you can get your IPC. You get all your Star Wars news there, too. It's a lot of good stuff. That's very true. You can find episodes of IPC in their descriptions at StarWarsUnderworld.com. You can also find new episodes on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and a whole lot of other places. But our hosting site is IPCPodcast.Podbean. Pod as in podcast, bean as in green bean. IPCPodcast.Podbean.com. This episode will be up in the not-too-distant future for those of you listening live on channel1138.com. Thank you for those that tuned in to listen to our list tonight. And to anyone that listens after the fact, just make sure to go follow us and let us know what you thought of tonight's episode because we've got other stuff in the works that we need your opinions and influence on. So be sure to stay engaged with us all year long. This is just the beginning of 2019. But Ben, unless you have anything else to contribute, I think this is the end of episode 219. Yeah, yeah, I think this is a great one. Thanks everyone for listening, whether now in the live chat or in the future. And we've got a great year ahead of us. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to be working hard to give you the very best podcast we can over the next 360 whatever days it is. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. It really is. And we're looking forward to having more fun with you next week right here on Channel1138.com. But until then, we are going to be putting this episode and ourselves to bed. Episode 219 is now officially in the books. For Benjamin Hart, I'm Zach Arnold. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you'll tune in next week. But until then, we just want to leave you with this closing thought. He who seeks to control fate shall never find peace. And we hope to see you next week on the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Until then, good night, everyone. Thank you.